Hi, welcome back to the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. I'm Adam, your host. Today I'm speaking to Jane Fennelly, five-time Fed Cup player for Ireland, most recently last year in Montenegro. We discuss her junior days in a thriving Donnybrook, her Fed Cup debut while still a junior, her experiences in US college, how tennis is helping her today in her life and career, the importance of enjoying tennis, and a whole lot more. I really enjoyed talking to Jane, and I think that her reflections on how tennis has helped shape the person she is today are fascinating, and that we can all take something from them. I hope you enjoy. Here we go. Yeah, so Jane, firstly, just thanks very much for coming on and talking today. It's great to talk to you. No problem. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so firstly, just how, how's, how have the last two, three months been uh, lockdown for you? How have you been getting on? Sure. Um, so I think probably similar to all people, the, I guess, initial few weeks were kind of rough enough. Um, I guess the kind of uncertainty, the lack of being able to play close to family and such. But I think overall, I've actually kind of enjoyed it. Um, the slower pace of life has been really nice. Um, I think I needed to kind of to relax a little bit. Um, so that's been, I guess, really beneficial to having no choice but to kind of take it easier. And then yeah. um, I think it's all just from a, like I've been running a lot. So I feel like I've been yeah. with the best shape I've been in a while. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's um, getting back into running has been a, a great perk of the whole um, lockdown. I suppose. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Have you been working from home then the last the last while? Yeah, well. so I think we yeah we've been working from home since probably around Paddy's weekend. So right, yeah, yeah. it's a bit yeah, of mad. Yeah. It's close to almost close to three months now. Yeah, um, it's crazy. And likely another six or seven to come. So yeah, um, is making it um, the new the new home office as nice yeah, as it can be. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's a funny one. Yeah, so that then in the last uh, three four weeks since we've been getting back to tennis, how's how's that been getting back on the court? Yeah, it's been great. Um, it's been really nice to have get that sense of normality back in terms of just having a routine. Um, it's obviously a very good activity to have in terms of being able to see friends at a social distance yeah. and such without just kind of going for sitting in the cold parks in the rain yeah. and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it's been great. Um, there is a good crew of us who are within the kind of 5K region as well within the club. So, um, yeah, tennis was it was really great to have that back open um, and I've really made great use out of the, past, the club the past two weeks anyway. So Yeah, good, um, it's good stuff. Yeah, it, it is funny with the, obviously there's still the unknown about the lack of tournaments. So um, it's worth open for us, especially it's a nice way to keep fit um, and just to kind of see that with the old tennis girls and guys as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, if we just take a, a couple of steps back, maybe in your, your kind of tennis uh, story. So how did you get into tennis initially? And, and then how did you kind of, what, why, why did you choose tennis or other sport to kind of continue and, and, and take on? Sure. Um, so... My both my parents were members of Fitzwilliam. Um, my dad probably would have played significantly more than my mum. Um, but he was the kind of one who got me into the kind of coaching, um, kids coaching on a Sunday, mm. Fitzwilliam and that kind of thing. Um, I did play other sports though the whole way through school. Like I played hockey right up until I left for college. Um, so that always was a big part of um, my childhood as well. Um, yeah. But in terms of tennis, I think from there I kind of got into. Um, I did a lot with my school friends in, in the school or come down at Donnybrook um, Riverview um, I, I think just yeah eventually as the years went on I probably started playing tournaments when I was 10 or 11 maybe and yeah. then just slowly worked my way um, up the rankings but uh, yeah all down to my parents um, yeah. getting into it I suppose you know at what point then did you start to, to take tennis more seriously and kind of and, and kind of train more and, and start competing really yeah sure um, I guess for me probably um I it was it generally wasn't in that kind of performance squads or anything until probably I was 12 or 13 right. um 
I think I was yeah, a bit on kind of a late bloomer in that sense. I didn't play much under 10. Um, gradually, I think was probably, to be honest, I started working with Leslie O'Halloran in Riverview when I was probably 10 or 11. And I think from there, I started to really develop um, with an eye towards being more competitive. Mm. Um, I think once I started then, I guess when I was maybe yeah, 14, started to be able to compete with the girls in Leinster my age. And then from there, it's kind of, uh, I moved to working with Owen Casey and Donnybrook. I think from once I did that move was when I really got really into it, started taking it a lot more seriously. And I guess kind of the ambition grew from there, I think. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it actually comes down to um, the move to Donnybrook in general. At the time, Donnybrook had an unbelievable junior coaching setup, um, mostly run by Owen, but with kind of Jenny Ryan and Victor Jummy in the mix as well. I kind of remember still, even on Saturdays, they had like them. Yeah, your once during the week, but on a Saturday there was kind of a two-hour slot for the kind of maybe under 14s, and then the two hours afterwards, the kind of older guys came down, and yeah. um, it was just a really fun environment because the whole two hours was kind of all very competitive, all points just before two hours, and mm. if you finish on the top quarter of your group, you have to stay on to the older group. And at the time, uh, the older group was like the likes of O'Hare, kind of John Marcy, uh, both all the Don family, um, kind of Tommy Murphy, all that kind of crew. So. Um, that was always something very competitive to work for at the end. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think that's kind of where the competitive part basically started, and also like learning how to just not miss the ball, so that you could keep keep your place on the top court yeah, to stay yeah. on. So I think a lot of the kind of uh, foundation of my game started in those in those group yeah, spots. Yeah, you know, it must have been great to to be in a club with with so much kind of high quality play going on and so much kind of activity just all you know yeah, so so close definitely. all around you to. You know, to, to to watch and to look up to and to to see. Yeah, I definitely think um, Owen was great in that perspective in terms of like, uh, if you worked hard and if you performed, it was rewarded. So, for example, even just things like in privates with him, if you kind of did very well at a lesson, um, you might have someone like Marie Marcy coming in after and he'd let you stay in and hit on with them. And the same thing what happened with you if the younger juniors often hitting in on your lessons as well. But I think it was a really good kind of team environment to have. Um, and the club was very much supportive of everyone in the club as well. So it was yeah. just a kind of a nice family environment, I suppose. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, so I know then under 16, you you won fits and you won um, fits titles under, mm-hmm. under 18 and, and got to, to number one in the rankings. So it was obviously a very, very impressive uh, junior career. But well, mm-hmm. what, what do you think was, was the highlight of, of your career, like, if you look back on it? Sure. Um, I think for me... Uh, the Fed Cup selection my first time was probably the most exciting thing for me. Yeah. Um, at the time, it was something that wasn't on my radar at all. Um, I didn't even have <laughs> Cup makeup wasn't on my, yeah, I just hadn't yeah. thought I was at the level. But um, I played a match at the indoors and it, it was against Carol. I was the first time I played her. And I remember after that, um, I got a call from Pat Crow, who was the captain at the time, asking me to join in um, the Fed Cup squad. They're doing like a kind of practice match against Great Britain. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool because it was all Britain's top players coming over and probably, to be honest, the best country we've played against in any of my yeah. since. But I guess getting that taste of the kind of senior national nation was really good. Yeah. Um, I think otherwise, though, um, it kind of, it's kind of funny. The memories I remember most are more so the matches that, I guess, propelled me into the next level of my tennis, if that yeah. makes sense, rather than yeah. winning fits. I think at the time for me, that was... <clears throat> more of a relief I guess because I had put so much pressure or expectation on myself to win it and yeah. Um, yeah. looking back on it the matches I remember more fondly are those where I didn't expect to win and then win which then put me up to the next level of competition and that kind of thing so even things like winning my first dance performance under 14 is a pretty big yeah. memory for me yeah. in, in my mind as well so yeah um, for me it's kind of the smaller things I suppose 
Yeah. So I know, um, like when you finished school, you finished your juniors, uh, you went off to, to college uh, to, to Notre Dame. Yeah. So what, yeah. what, what, what made you choose the, the college route and how easy was, was that decision for you to, to go uh, stateside? Sure. Um, so I guess off the, off the back, I, I never had professional aspirations. So for me, um, tennis was um, one is what I really enjoyed, but also a great opportunity for me to get a great education mm. in something a bit different. Um, I think I probably was on the fence really. I didn't really fully commit to it until sixth year. Um, and I think what kind of, I guess, um, sailed it for me for in terms of um, Notre Dame was they came over to, um, they played their football team were playing against Navy in Dublin back in kind of my sixth year. It would have been 2015, I suppose. Um, and their tennis teams came as well. So I got to meet a lot of the coaches and the, the other guys on the men's team. Um, and I guess just kind of being around them and having heard about the good environment from um, kind of Nautilus and Barry King. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got was able to get my foot in the door, um, I was kind of determined to go there in the end. Um, and luckily it worked out really well. So, um, yeah, I guess just a kind of a combination of just seeing the opportunity there to get a really good education while continuing tennis. So I think it is hard, just given the lack of kind of senior tournaments we have here, uh, I thought of the summer season and um, yeah. it's just hard to maintain a good level of tennis as a senior if you're not uh, have anything to work for um, yeah. and given tennis yeah so I guess it was a good great the combination of getting a great academic degree plus being able to continue my tennis was um, the kind of selling point for me I suppose. Yeah so w- w- when you were over there how did you find that balance of, of academics and, and tennis I guess but of, of balancing the, yeah, the, the two um, sides of it? <laughs> it was definitely a lot tougher than I expected um, I think it's funny, my dad has a friend who used to always say, oh, you know, the American colleges, they're hard to get into, but once you're in, like you say, oh, um, and I can confirm that's definitely not the case. Like, <laughs> the academic uh, part was pretty vigorous. Um, just such a different, um, one different academic setup um, in terms of how they do the kind of GPA um, and whatever, the different kind of credit system and that. Um, and just how hard everyone works there is incredible. I think really from your first day there everyone is working towards your final GPA and your final degree mm. and the final job you'll get essentially um, so that I felt was quite pressurizing um, yeah. and not naturally academic so for me it was, a, it was a lot of hard work and a lot of tutoring and hours to get in yeah. to kind of get through it um, I think on the tennis perspective it probably was what I expected in terms of the number of hours required on court each day and the kind of attention I get and being part of a team um, but I did find that for us we were in the ACC so we're, we're based in Chicago near Chicago but would have okay. had to fly a lot to the likes of Miami, North Carolina, all the kind of East Coast schools, which was great to give one get a bit of heat um yeah. during our kind of very cold winters. But it did take us till when you're, you know, every Thursday you're heading off to driving to two hours to Chicago to the airport, uh, landing at late that night, playing the next yeah. day on Friday, and then Saturday morning flying to your next match in Boston or wherever else it might be. Yeah. So I think the travel part was pretty demanding and uh from that perspective balancing workload around that was tough. But yeah um you are set up to fair with very good resources um, in terms yeah. of like tutors and staff as well. So yeah. um, got through us in the yeah. end. Okay. What were you studying when you were there? I, I did uh, business management. Um, so mm. kind of like a commerce equivalent. So how, how do you look back on, on those four years overall, if you look back on? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I have great memories from Notre Dame. Um, I would love to go back and do it all again. Yeah. Um, I think from like an academic and social perspective, I have, I did make the most of it. I think for me, I did experience a bit of burnout in terms of tennis, my junior and senior year. Um, yeah. I think like naturally for, for me, it was tough because I was constantly, I was at the bottom of the lineup um, playing five and six. So they were 
it was the pressure of one holding on to your spot in the lineup, but also knowing that the person next to the line was kind of constantly chasing your, your yeah. position on the on the yeah. team and that's on the starting lineup. Um, and I think as well, like definitely over, it's, it is the same thing every four years. And if you're not kind of chasing um, individual NCAA titles, I found that my priorities kind of changed, I guess. So towards the end of my junior and senior year, I was always really relieved when the season was over in a sense, just because I was, I was quite burnt out. Yeah. I think it is very easy for college yeah. um, players for that to happen senior year. Um, so I'm just really, to be honest, um, very happy that I'm now back enjoying tennis the way I am and yeah. uh, still playing and loving competing. Um, yeah. It has been a bit of a <laughs> turnaround journey for me in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you have like a, a best memory you can you look back on f- from college? Yeah, definitely. Um I think as an as a team, one of my favorite memories was um it was my freshman year. We um were playing Northwestern, who are our big rivals um at their stadium and um we beat our it was like the three all match and one of my teammates was in a third set tie break and the winner went through to sweet sixteen and the loser right. didn't. Um and for us we had lost to Michigan and Northwestern who are kind of our two big regional rivals the last like five or six years in a row in that one and we finally beat them. So I think that was yeah. um, a great victory for us. Um, and I was, it was, it was a, kind of the first big team memory I remember. You know, you always see like uh, the college players now videos of them like rushing onto the court yeah. and all that kind of thing. But that memory was really the first one I remember. Uh, the first kind of rushing experience I had yeah. and the first really yeah. thrilling team victory. So for me, that stands out as a college uh, highlight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think as well, even um the year we made like made we made two small things and we made team captain was really nice. I guess just as a um know of like how well we've gelled as a team and that your teammates are supportive of you and how you lead the team and that's that was a real honor yeah. to hold that Yeah, you, know, you mentioned the kind of team aspect of it. So how, how do you look mm-hmm. on on like playing t- ten, you know, team tennis, which is probably you know, it's not the the, the norm for for this sport. So how how did you sure. uh, how did you find that experience? Yeah, I think I think it definitely is a change of mindset if you haven't played a team sport before. I think, like I mentioned, if you're playing at the bottom line of the can be tough, mm. knowing that your teammates are almost kind of one hoping to see you fail so they can make the most of your team spot. But I think what really helped me in terms of because obviously I had a lot of team experience from my hockey playing. Yeah. But I think for me, what helped was um even my freshman year when I wasn't starting, it was being able to work on individual goals and um, while you might not be playing the matches knowing that they, they kind of ultimately foster your team goals. So yeah. for me, it was like pushing my teammates to practice, knowing that that will help them perform on the day and that kind of thing. Um, or even things like if I was, um, even when I was in the lineup, things like if I know if I can make X more for serves, we have a better chance of winning overall as a team. So it's kind of small things like that, just having an eye towards your individual goals and how that ultimately impacts your team success. Um, yeah. And that was something our coach was very keen on as well, and definitely um kind of embedded within our team environment and training as well yeah i see so from those um years you spent in college do you have like a a best a best kind of lesson you you think you learned the most important lesson that that you learned sure yeah um i think honestly for me the thing i've learned is that i actually play a lot better when i relax Um, i know it's much more easier said than done but um i think i've played some of my best matches because I've been home and have the pre- not had the pressure on me. Yeah. Um, to, I think getting rid of that pressure to maintain my spot in the team has been a big relief. I think it had I just um, like relaxed a lot more in college, I would have got on a lot better. Um, mm. And just, yeah, just kind of seeing the bigger picture, I suppose, and not be so focused on my position in the team or that 
thing. Yeah. Um, I think as well, one thing I say to a lot of the juniors coming in is that um, it is a long haul and that you don't have to make your the first impression you make on the course on your first very first practice isn't going to be the one you set for the entire four years. Like I remember going over, I was like shaking at my first practice being yeah. like, oh, coaches we miss. We won't get, we won't get to play one yeah. year. Yeah. Like, um, you still have many opportunities to prove yourself. Um, and the main thing is to turn up with a good work ethic on your, your first few practices. Yeah. Um, and that really sets, I guess, the coach's expectations of you going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you mentioned earlier about, about playing Fed Cup for the first time when you were, you were mm-hmm. still uh, in the juniors and you've played, I think, for five times um, since then. So how was that experience you, you, the, playing the first time, being selected the first time and having that experience? Yeah, that was, that was a really fun experience. Um, I remember it really well. I was in Montenegro um, and it was like myself, Sinead Lowen, Jenny Coffey and Rachel Dillon. Um, so they're a really nice group. Um, and Yvonne was our coach as well. And it was kind of funny because Yvonne had coached me um, in like a group setting back in Riverview when I was probably 12 or 13. Okay. And we were very much not a performance group. So it was kind of cool to yeah. do a full circle of me having then, I guess, made it on the, yeah. the performance end. Um, and I remember, yeah, it was a really, it was a really good experience. We went out, um, Sinead in a few really good matches. Um, and for me, too, I was just really excited to be, excited to be there. Um, like there's kind of still, I still have all the pictures from it and um, videos of us kind of cheering sideline for our team and singing the anthem together. Yeah. Um, and then I did, I did get to play my first match there. And I remember it was on clay, which I absolutely love um, on a really hot day against equally kind of a clay core player, which suits me. Um, getting my first win on that ca- on that trip as well was um, really special. Mm. Um, I remember Anna Connor was there as well. who was a big supporter of all of us. Um, obviously Anna had kind of come up, has been involved in the Leicester Junior Tennis for the uh, as long as I can remember. So uh, it was almost like having a member of family there as well with, yeah. and cheering us on side so like, court side. Um, so yeah, that that was a really fun experience, and um, it was a, a kind of two weeks before my leaving cert as well. So I remember when wow. I was going, just being like, oh whatever happens happens yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I was going to college but I guess yeah. it's finally atypical prep yeah yeah definitely <laughs> um yeah so how then in in the the times you've played since then how has this experience changed I guess from being the one, one of the one of the junior members to a, a more mm-hmm. senior senior member in recent years so how has that changed for you yeah definitely um so I guess yeah with every, every team has been very different that I've been on um just depending on who's been on the team who's not um, definitely in the last kind of two years, I suppose, um, it's been funny being considered one of the elder girls and not one of the juniors. Um, yeah. And there has been kind of the, um, I think maybe two years ago, there was, I guess, an occasion where I kind of had to step up and say, guys, this is a team sport um, where we say we weren't happy with the attitude on court and that kind of thing. So having that role has been, I guess, yeah, it's funny to look back on um, where I was my first year versus now. Yeah. Um, in terms of work, we did get promotion um, my second year playing, which was really fun nice. um, and a very exciting time for us. Um, but yeah, overall, to be honest, the, it is it is the kind of same routine most years. Um, but each team dynamic, I suppose, and each team chemistry has been quite different. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And do any do any memories stand out from your your time playing Fed Cup? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think. For me, um, the fact that I remember most is was probably 2017. So uh, I had just graduated from Notre Dame and I remember, um, I, it's kind of embarrassing to say, but I, I really didn't want to play. Um, I wasn't in the mood at all. I was fed up with tennis and I kind of wanted a break. But um, I think Julie Byrne dropped out in Georgia and a couple others. And eventually Owen was like, Jane, you need to play. Um, you'll regret not playing um, and then get a grip yeah, and yeah. go out. <laughs> 
Um, so I remember when I was, I was in, I was traveling at the time after my graduation and then I came home and you know, put in a few good weeks of training and um, it actually was the best thing ever for me because um, I went out and I ended up playing second singles on that team and just loved being back on court and being back on court with Yvonne and back mm. up on Clay. I think Yvonne was really good as well at getting me, I guess, we were, we're very, I really liked being on court with her. She's very calm. She's very much, um, I think we have a similar attitude in terms of like you just control what you can control, focus on the next point and kind of hang in there and be ready to run if needs be. Um, and I remember we played Cyprus and I think I had, I was on court for about four hours um, wow. on the clay in the heat. Um, and it was just so nice to be back really enjoying matches again. Um, and I think had I not gone on that Fed Cup trip and got back into it, um, I probably wouldn't be still enjoying tennis as I am kind of three years out of college now. Yeah. Um, so I think that Fed Cup was just really significant for me in terms of, I guess it's just to teach me how to enjoy tennis again. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Enjoying being part of the Irish setup and that kind of thing. That's great, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was just going to come on to, to more the, the present day. Um, so mm-hmm. what, what kind of your relationship with, with tennis now? And you, you don't play in kind of a, a pro capacity, but you're, you're, you're working and you, you kind of play more recreationally. Yeah. So how, how's that relationship um, with you and with, with tennis at the moment? Sure. Um, yeah, so I think for me, um, obviously I don't have a huge... I've played all the domestic tournaments. Um, I'm playing maybe three or four times a week for an hour max. Um, yeah. But I do just I just love competing. So um, I think anyone who's played against me just knows I'm fiercely competitive, um, and will kind of any chance I get, I'll, I'll play. But I think for me, the focus is on really enjoying it. I think once I feel like it becomes like a burden or a job that I have to play, yeah. um, I do, I don't. I think for me, like it's it was always the case for the last kind of you know, the first twenty years of my life. It was um kind of revolving life around tennis whereas I think now I kind of revolve tennis around my own kind of personal career and yeah. life so if it's easy to play I'll play if not I don't I think that's been a really kind of healthy balance for me yeah. it means that when I'm on course I'm in the zone I'm focused so when I'm competing I'm I want to be there and I want to be on course yeah um, and I think that's been um I think it's actually something that isn't kind of promoted enough that you can just go out and enjoy tennis I think for me it was obviously tough um, it's tough for me <laughs> handling losses that I don't expect myself to lose I think there's so many good juniors coming up um, who are playing you know three or four hours a day um, mm. and I kind of have to be realistic with myself that my two or three hours a week probably isn't yeah. going to cut it on occasions and <laughs> playing tournaments months apart yeah. so I think for me it's been um, Owen and Isis, Isis in review actually have been great helping me just see that I can enjoy tennis and take the pressure off myself um, I think I really now have a great appreciation, especially after this whole lockdown COVID, mm. I have a great appreciation for how much fun tennis is and how it's a sport for life. Um, I think I have made so many great friends through it. Like I live with two tennis girls now who've been playing with since I was 10. Um, and even in terms of like career, it's been, had so many benefits to me. Um, so I'm just very grateful for it and just yeah. really want to make sure I enjoy it um, up until, you know, yeah. uh, my 60s and that. I think Fabio and I were joking last week that we were planning to be the no world veterans champions next yeah. so uh, just working towards that goal now I suppose yeah, good stuff that's great yeah now just to touch on on the, the DLTC leagues for a moment so I know you, you play for uh, Fitzwilliam whenever the, um, the leagues come around so uh, what, what, what do you like how much do you enjoy that what, what do you like about, about the leagues yeah um, I'll be honest I'm not a big winter league fan just because um, I'm not a doubles player um, mm. and I also I like my Sunday afternoons. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I much prefer summer league because it has like the kind of singles element yeah. to it. Um, yeah. 
and it's kind of it's, it's a nice midweek match um, there it's pretty competitive the standard, it's a really good standard like a lot of the kind of juniors from um, Ulster and Munster come up and play um, on their thing like on their different they mile high they'll have a lot of girls from the different branches on their team yeah. as well as review and that so the standard is generally pretty good um, and it's a, it's a good way as well to kind of um, get back into the match practice before kind of the summer tournament start as well so yeah, um, yeah we would be supportive of summer league yeah absolutely um, yeah, so you mentioned earlier that, you know, it's very much more about, um, you know, basing your tennis around, around your life and, and that, mm-hmm. being, that being more the priority. Um, so just to, to touch on, on how do you think tennis has, has helped in, in your life and in your career? How, how, what, what influence sure. you think that has on, on, the, on even, you know, even today? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's so like, countless um, ways that tennis has kind of benefited me as kind of an individual. And then, yeah that have helped me then in my career as well yeah and um, I think like like any sport you pick up the basics like time management discipline hard work um working under pressure kind of like persevering in spite of failure and, and losses yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that kind of dealing with and um, dealing with loss is a big thing as well um but I think um being able to leverage those in your career is something as well that I find really beneficial I think for me starting off just having um, kind of you know a US degree and tennis on my CV was really helpful in terms of getting my foot in the door with different companies when I was applying for jobs so yeah um, obviously a lot of there isn't that much variety of kind of courses within um, Ireland especially when you're kind of applying for the for me I wanted to go into kind of accounting consulting so with the kind of big four focus and um, they get a lot of applicants from the same degrees the same school so I was something different well such stuff worst I guess at the initial um, get-go um, I think as well, I had then once you get to the interview stage, you've a lot more to talk about, yeah, um, a broader experience, which is um something that they won't have many people coming in with. Yeah. Um, so I was lucky that I found myself yeah. with a couple of different graduate op- options and offers, and happily have landed in a place that fits really well for me. Um, I think in terms of how it's helped me today, presently, I guess I played Fed Cup the first two years that I was in. So I'm in, I'm working in Ernst and Young and consulting. Um, there and I think the first two years I played Fed Cup in those years um, and obviously um, I had to take time off for that so all my colleagues got wind of it and they were incredibly supportive and excited for me to be going off playing playing for Ireland playing yeah. support for the country um, and also things like a lot of like emails went around or kind of different LinkedIn posts and I think that helped me in terms of giving me a, pro, a higher profile than maybe other graduates I guess as you're joining with a group of like 50 or 60 people having something that gives you a higher profile um i think often will give you more opportunity uh so just yeah. like small things probably things people don't even notice but if they need like a kind of a graduate help with something when they send many of them it can just be handy to have something to your name that identifies you as or makes you come to mind a bit quicker yeah so i think i've been given a lot, a lot of opportunities from having my name out there and kind of around different emails and that kind of thing yeah and i think that once i had those opportunities i was able then to demonstrate then like the skills i picked up in tennis which is kind of hard work attention to detail discipline all that kind of um skills i picked up through tennis itself and yeah. just through kind of balancing tennis and hockey and whatever college the whole way through yeah. um so i think it's yeah it's it's i guess it kind of overall helps you kind of build a good personal brand i suppose yeah um, absolutely and yeah i think definitely worth knowing how to leverage those skills as well has been um which thing they definitely teach you in the u.s system has been a big benefit to me. yeah yeah you know, I just have a, a few more questions for you, Jane. Really appreciate yeah, your time course, yeah. um, talking no today. Um, what, what do you think is the best place you've ever been uh, for tennis to play or to watch or uh, whatever? Yeah, um, 
I think to play, um, I went to Europeans under 18 in Closers in Switzerland. Um, and it was unbelievable. Just so, so pretty. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think it was like myself and Sinead Lowen went over. Um, and then we had a few days off at the end where we might have finished up a bit early and kind of went like hiking through the kind of ski mountains. It was, yeah. it was the summertime, but we went hiking mm. the ski mountain. It was just a really cool, really, really pretty village and that kind of thing. Um, but I think in terms of, yeah, I also then last year went to, as far as the Fitzwilliam fixture, I went to Wimbledon. They did like, um, it was their 150 years of Wimbledon celebration. Oh, and yeah. Uh, they kind of did maybe over 65s, over 45s and under 35s categories. Okay. Um, so about eight of us went over as part of that trip and it was the best trip I've ever, ever been yeah. on. Like just looked after the hospitality. It was incredible from start to finish. Nice. And obviously being able to play on the front of the courts and like the most high profile club in the world. Yeah. Um, um, during the Wimbledon, just after Wimbledon season as well, was incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a trip I'll, I'll remember, I think, forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if you could change one thing in tennis, what do you think you'd change? Do you have like a rule or, or, or something that you'd, you'd like to see a bit different? Sure. Um, <laughs> I used to get a lot of time violations in college. Okay. <laughs> so I think getting rid of that one would have been a big, yeah. big for, uh, yeah. Especially after after long points, um, I need my time off. Yeah. And I like to, I never used the same ball twice. So for me, running to get the ball, probably yeah. uh, top of time delay it there took, just yeah. takes, takes up quick. <laughs> or yeah. passes quickly. So I think that's, um, yeah. My violations. Yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. How much tennis do you watch? How much do you follow? Follow tennis? Obviously, there's none at the moment, but um, in, in, usually. Yeah. Um, to be honest, at the moment, I I kind of follow the NCAA tennis more than the pro circuit. I think just okay. because the players are familiar, and I'm still very invested in right. the girl I knew who I was playing. Um, I'd follow that quite closely. Um, I'd also follow kind of girls I knew in college who were playing on the pro circuit now I probably followed their progress whether that's Sinead or my own teammates mm. um but I probably otherwise only really watched like the I'd watch Wimbledon um yeah a few highlights of the others um but I I, I, I kind of stick to the more the for whatever reason the, the worlds I know are more the worlds yeah. I'm in, I guess you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's interesting yeah you, you like to follow the people you'd, you'd you'd know a bit so are there any any yeah. kind of uh, performers in particular that that are kind of doing really success uh, do, doing really well at the moment that you would have played uh, with? Yeah, sure. So there's one of my teammates, uh, Quinn Gleeson, she's an American girl. Um, she actually played Georgia here in the Irish Open, I think it would have been two years ago. Okay. Um, she's doing really well. She's up at kind of 138 in the rankings now. Um, other than that, though, there's other kind of girls from college, like Francesca Di Lorenzo, who's again kind of top 200. Um, and yeah, I think it's also, it's also find it pretty interesting following their British girls, um, just because I, I would have grown up playing against them, I suppose. And yeah. I guess seeing how they're they're obviously doing the likes of kind of Harry Irish are all doing mm. really well now. So, um, kind of interesting just following their progress. Those girls, you kind of would have been at a similar level to in juniors, yeah. kind of comparing yeah. the difference. That was yeah. Interesting. yeah. Um, you know, if you were to give a piece of of advice to to junior players, um, what, what do you think mm. you'd you'd say to them? Um, I just think the biggest thing is just to enjoy tennis. Um, I just think I like looking back on my junior career, I just put myself under so much pressure. Um, even things like say two weeks before fits, like not seeing any friends, being home before five o'clock, just yeah. resting. Um, I just think life's too short. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think again, like I, I lost the final of fits and I was absolutely devastated, but it's something I look back on now and think, why did I care so much? Yeah. Um, and I think there's so many more benefits to tennis in terms of like just 
you get great friends um you know it's a, it's a sport you can play for the rest of your life and i just think it shouldn't you shouldn't let one match or two matches or two results kind of define yeah. your health relationship yeah um yeah just before we finish up do you have a, a funny story you could share maybe do you have have something <laughs> to, to mind um yeah i think one thing that we often look back and reflect on is yeah. um one trip we had to montenegro um it was a fed cup trip with uh it was amy Vital, ruth copas and lauren deegan and then yvonne was still the coach so mm. um we arrived over in montenegro kind of happy out it was a pretty, pretty smooth trip but um none of our bags arrived um at the start this was hilarious to us we were like oh um what are we going to do whatever that was fine so we got to the hotel and then uh, we were trying to sort out where our bags were so we agreed that Yvonne would get back the next day at the airport they'd be on the next flight out so that was fine and um, the next morning we had we had three or four days before play started so we had a couple of days of the bags to get there so um on day one we, we just said we'd go down to the, the club which um I think a club it's kind of like a porta cabin in the middle of a few courts so yeah. it's a um, very low level club I suppose um and so we said we just we just try to get on the courts bars and rackets and try to hit about at the time like I was the only one who had tennis shoes so I think Amy Lauren and Ruth were kind of sliding around clay in yeah. their converse Ruth, <laughs> Ruth's contacts were in her suitcase so she's half blind like couldn't <laughs> see the ball um, and we were playing with kind of almost like wooden rackets that they had lying around the club so <laughs> it was a very interesting first practice um, yeah I think from there the kind of week um, that was I guess an indication of how the week would go on I suppose I think our bags didn't arrive till I think 11pm the night before we were supposed to play so we we're off to a pretty rocky start from there and then the hotel with the hot water with well, even water itself was often not working so <laughs> access to showers and like basic hygiene was, was not going um because we obviously didn't have we were washing all of our clothes the first few days and then i think um i think the icing on the cake was one morning lauren came down with food poisoning um and but was determined to, we were playing a gander that day and she was determined to kind of get on course to get her match yeah. um, so yeah. fought through it I think I stood in the tram lines and let me yeah. run all the balls down but afterwards we got called in for for drug testing um, and it's a urine test so obviously not ideal if you're one really dehydrated and just off course in really hot circumstances so yeah. um, Lauren then instead of being able to go home to bed was stuck in the club for four or five hours after trying to complete her drug test so um, and then I think at the I think at the end they ended up finishing two days early, and um, so we were stuck in a hotel with no running water or anything for a few days. So um, happily we managed to I think escape through Croatia. So we drove I think three hours there and flew home. So um, I think it's a trip to remember. Anyway, yeah, yeah. at the time. Yeah, exactly. It's a week you might not forget. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah no absolutely yeah you know i think i'll leave it there right uh jane so course, thank, yeah. thanks so much for for talking for coming on and, and talking thanks for having me it was really yeah, cool yeah no i really really appreciate it, it was a pleasure thanks 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 so much no thanks again a big thanks to jane for her time it's really great to, to talk to her and to to get her story and her thoughts and a big thanks to you as well for listening to this episode and for getting this far if you enjoyed the episode please subscribe leave a, a comment or a review and share the podcast if you enjoyed it Until next time, I've been Adam, your host. Goodbye.